stick to that reel and I can't see Regal Twist running her down from the, from the outside. Um, so we're going to kick off the night and crack that whip for box one, Pixie Minnelli at $1.95. They're racing and Pixie Minnelli got away nicely from the inside. Regal Twist is racing it and heading it early on. Regal Twist in front, here's Pixie Minnelli. Pixie Minnelli going home better, takes the lead, draws clear to beat Regal Twist. Box two, Hurricane Tears. Um, her run last week, but I think we'll see a return to form here. Racing, Hurricane Tears easily won the start. Van Buren in third. Still Hurricane Tears a length. Van Buren struggling to lie up with Hurricane Tears, who finds another gear. And Hurricane Tears has won from Van Buren Equilibrium. And then we'll finish off the night race 10, box one, Bohemian Fun. Racing, Bohemian Fun began okay. Crashing over Westdale, Haley to go to the front. Running to third, shades of blade out wide. West on Magana. The leader, though, is Bohemian Fun doing it well, getting through West on Magada the inside, but Bohemian Fun bolted in over West on Magada by six. Three lengths Westdale Haley. With a couple of these last week, of course, they've got to be over five bucks. It's your value play of the week. I'll kick us off. Race 12, number one, Bumps Nugget. $5.50 in the cherry. Racing, Brickman Snow to begin at the inside on speed after the start there from Bumps Nugget. A gap there to Brickman, followed by She's at home. Coming up to the turn, Bumps Nugget, the leader, who's first around the bend, trying hard as always, ho ho. But it's going to be Bumps Nugget, always ho ho, Brickman. Third. Race 8 at the Meadows, number 5, Gladioli Bale. Pretty interesting race there, pretty tight, and um, yeah, getting a bit of value around a few pretty handy dogs there, and I reckon Gladioli Bale. Racing. And going out very fast there, Faithy Bale, and out to hurry too is Gladiolo Bale. Coming off the back, and Gladiolo Bale is well clear over Faithy Bale. Followed on the outside then by Perfect Marshall, making some ground. Gladiolo Bale by three and a half. Perfect Marshall second, Faithy Bale third. Spe woof, 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 woof. Welcome <laughs> to the non-chasers. Little montage there, and... I'm so excited because for the first time, I think this calendar year, I've squeezed my way onto the montage with a uh, with a little value winner there, boys. I was wondering who uh, that stranger you, was. <laughs> yours truly, Bumps Nugget in the cherry. Thanks for coming. Uh, I'm your host, Paddy Garshagan, here on the Non-Chasers for SEN Track and Sportsbet. Joined, flanked via Zoom, the great 2020 way we go about it now, by the great Irish Hope from Scotland. Kenny, how are you, great man? Uh, I'm not too bad. I'm... Glad we're here, or glad to be back on the show, glad we're running on time as always, and it's all good. Oh, mate, we always run on time, mate, don't worry about us. Um, we build time, we <laughs> cut time, does that make sense? I don't know. Uh, Shagger, almost introduced Kenny again, but I didn't. Shagger, how are you? I'm going well, thanks, Paddy. How are we all doing issues here? this morning? Yep, all sorted. Yeah, also, okay, good, sweet. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> um, Gunner, yourself. Yeah, you're right. Sh Shag has got a much more succinct version of events than what we witnessed this morning with his audio issues. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll let that play on. I'm, I'm well, well Patty. How are you? I'm good. Don't pretend you're the doyen of no audio issues, mate. We had a few people get in touch with us on the uh, on the socials last week and say, "Did Gunner go and open his door mid-show last week? Did he have some sort of trade he just rolling in? Can you please confirm or deny because?" It sounded like you, you very much did. Yep, had a, had a delivery and had to attend to it. Otherwise, the bloke would have been there banging my door down for 15 minutes. So I think we'd rather the version of events that happened rather than those that could have happened because it would have impacted the whole show, Paddy. And uh, which, uh, which company is not doing contactless, uh, contactless deliveries? 
Well, we're in Geelong, mate, so we're not exactly dodging disease like you. Oh, you're lucky you pulled that out. Up the highway. <laughs> you're lucky. You're lucky you pulled that out. Um, oh, hey, Gunner, did you notice that um, there was an odd, odd one out in the montage? There was none of your voice. What was that? How's that the odd one out, mate? My voice is never in the montage. <laughs> <laughs> you had three of us, mate, front up for the best two minutes of the show at the start, and then yeah. Well, slightly nowhere to be sorted. Uh, Shag has got his place, um, got his place selection in there as part of the montage, which was my show me the money. So a little bit of a loophole there. Well, when I was making the montage, I, it, I couldn't put Shag's place bet in there because the caller didn't actually call it in the race because it flew home and flashed home and just got third. And the caller didn't actually say its name. So for montage reasons, it just would have made for bad audio. All right. Well, bad, so sorry, bad Shag. luck, Shagger. That's fine then. Loophole closed. <laughs> Massive show here. Hey, we've got a, a very exciting guest today. It, it's a a stalwart fan, we're going to say. That's going to be the little tease. I don't think many people would know him, but he's a, he's a young up-and-comer on the rise. And I want to say that this man has probably listened to the most episodes of the non-chasers in the world. So he holds a very, very important title close to our heart. So we'll speak to the great Millsy from over there. I think I believe he's from Murray Bridge, Gunner. Oh, Around those parts. Yep, let's go with that. Those parts of the world. Could you clearly done your research. We'll speak to Millsy. I did a lot of research, um, but I didn't do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll speak to him and we'll hear a few war stories from the young buck. Hey, tip off the top. Uh, Shagaloa and Kenny. I'm going to buck it here and change it up a little bit. Kenny, what's your tip off the top first? I am going to Mandura. It is risk number. Just bear with me a second. Oh, Race number seven, box one, tandem at pace. Kicks off at 10 to 11. Okay, nice. Shaguado. Mine is at Geelong. Race 12, number three, Faulkner Park. I think that'll get the job done there. Faulkner Park? Mm. I, to, I grew up next to Faulkner Park. Yeah. For those yeah, that live in sort of Secura, Albert Park, uh, <laughs> Richmond sort of, oh, not Richmond, Paran yeah. sort of area. Yeah, South Yarra is actually the suburb which Faulkner Park's oh, in. Thank you, Paddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to Faulkner Park all the time. So there's a dog called Faulkner Park. Moral. There is. Good on, Paddy. name. Meant to be. <laughs> hey, um, can someone please get the, the jury out on the non-chasers multi because what's going on? We started like a house on fire. We are going at 75%, and now we cannot find a winner. It's almost like it's a curse. Yeah, um, so maybe we could flip the odd one out, Paddy, because um, I'm doing my bit. <laughs> you, you blokes are bloody hopeless. Uh, no, no. I, I made a promise to punters last week. More deductions was a 100% guaranteed place. Um, you actually could have got a dollar eighty on the place at one stage as well. So Very nice, um, Kenny. And he did, I'm passing and he the baton on well, to somebody else. Well, my... I think it was my, myself who really let it down once more, but it had to be two of us to let us down. So it was myself and Shagger. What happened? Don't know. Did Gunnar not, did Gunnar <laughs> not actually take remember. your uh, selection? Did you not have to I, switch I think up? I did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was going to put the, the old... Yeah. Uh, that was, that was showing me the money, not the not the multi. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> Own up. Fess up. Ah, this one will get up this week. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Don. Mate... <laughs> Maybe I um, maybe I should have put my little show you the money selection in the multi Babs Nugget. Maybe you should have. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, I should have, could have, would have, but I did it. Um, boys, we like this segment, horror calls. 
Oh, just it's just like a fine wine with age. That uh, that beautiful little stinger. Now, I was t- once again tasked with the uh, horror call this more afternoon now, and um, I I went back uh, about seven years, about seven or eight years ago, and uh, it's a great uh, look. I said at the start of the show that we wouldn't target Australian callers, but look, the well's just been very full lately, and there's actually. A very, very funny one, which I stumbled across. Now, this is our mate Ryan Levitsky over in WA. It's actually in Northam. And I don't know what he did pre-race, but he could not control himself. Listen to this. Afternoon. They're set. Racing now. Away swiftly. Polly's charm. Burrowing up near the inside. Polmetric. And here's Cruiser charging over. Cruiser's going to lead at the first turn from Polmetric. Up to third. <laughs> Polly's charm. Then flushed away, sure, his magic is well back. And then came Mad Jazz West on Tess and Sheer Gundy. The leader, Cruiser, Polmetric knuckling down. Flushed away lengthens as well. Polmetric hit the lead first. The veteran flushed away, went past it though. Flushed away has beaten Polmetric. <laughs> Polly's charm, fourth Cruiser. Then sure is magic. Mad Jazz West on Tess and Sheer Gundy. <laughs> well, old Levitsky just got the giggles. Kenny, you've, uh, you, you've got the giggles as well, and I think you might struggle for the rest of the show after watching that. <laughs> I, I say uh, Ryan might have heard one of Jason Lincoln's tips before the race. <laughs> oh, Jeez, that's hard. <laughs> he was on fire the other night. <laughs> oh, it was very funny. So welcome to the uh, to the Hall of Fame horror calls. So I, I just wonder, um, was it the... There was a dog dog's name there, which you could probably have a little bit of schoolboy humour about, or was he just being tickled with a feather duster during the call? I don't know, but he he almost held it together, and then you felt like you felt like he was going to pull it back, and then he just completely lost it again. Not, it not only is, not only is he one of the best callers of greys in Australia, he's probably one of the best tipsters of greys in Australia. He's very good with yeah. uh, leading you into a into a price, why you should or shouldn't back one because the price is uh, too short. He's, uh, he gives very good insights, Ryan Levitsky, when he calls. Yeah, definitely. Well, maybe he was, laugh- maybe he was laughing because he gave everyone a bum steer and something started gross unders and he was he, <laughs> he got overs for something else. <laughs> Let's take a break. We've got the guest on the other side, Millsy. Can't wait to talk some turkey and chew the fat with Millsy. We'll see you soon on Non-Chasers here on SEN Track. Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track and, of course, the Sportsbet Greyhound podcast. And a man who knows all too much. We said at the start of the show, he probably holds the record for the most episodes listened. Well, at least that's the uh, perception that he's led us to believe um, for about two and a half years now. The man known as Lockie Mills. Now, we didn't. I'm, we're going to get to the bottom of it, but I'm hearing... He's now a trainer on the rise over there in South Australia. He joins us via the Zoom, the great way 2020 is. Millsy, you got us there, mate. Yep. Good morning, boys. Happy to be on here. And yes, definitely the most listened to viewer, I reckon. So, the, the, most listened, the, <laughs> the most listened to viewer. That is a great... How many shows do you reckon you've, you've actually notched up? Oh, I've gone off the boil a bit lately, but... Back in your heyday about a year ago, I reckon I was clocking up oh, weekly. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have missed one. You've gone off the boil. Kenny, Kenny, 
Kenny predicted this could have happened. He said, "Kenny, you, you tell us what you you thought might have happened." I think um, we've gone actually on the on the actual radio now, and uh, he thinks we've sold out. The boys from the big multinational company have finally sold out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, Lucky last night, a few seconds for for you and the and the Rasmussen camp. Or was it a bit of a bit of a frustrating night there at Angle Park? Oh, it wasn't too bad in the end. I think that couple winners and a couple good seconds. So we were happy with it. Um, would have taken that at the beginning of the night, so that no, wasn't too bad. Now tell us about the early races. Is there is there it looks like there might be a couple of promising dogs there. Anything we should be watching out for in the future? Um we got a nice litter coming through. Um Fernando Bale, Victor Victoria, I think. So they'll be ready in a couple months and they've all broken in pretty nice. So looking forward to to them coming through, but yeah. Yeah, I'll set the boys up before we go on any further. You're splitting your time a little bit at the moment. You're still finishing off your teaching degree. Now, Shagger, uh, he also has a career in teaching. What, what is it with um, primary school teachers loving greyhounds? Obviously, it's uh, you got a lot of time to sneak off into the teacher's lounge, do a bit of quick form, have a quick dabble on your phone and get back to class. What, what's the link there? Oh, nine to three gig, six hour days, I reckon. That's, that's what's got me hooked. <laughs> Finished in time for the twilight meetings to start. <laughs> Too good, you blokes. How did you get into it, Lockie? So, obviously, when we first sort of heard about you on the on the Twitter sphere, you just seemed like a real avid greyhound fan. And now we're hearing you graduating into the the training ranks. How did you? How did it all start for you in this transition? Yeah, so I've come a done, come down the non traditional path. I was just um, viewing and being a spectator of the sport and losing a couple of dollars. And I thought about a year ago, oh. <laughs> I might as well make the most of it. So I got myself involved and got a handler's license um, and then moved into the training ranks. So, yeah, I've got, I don't know anyone before I got into the sport. I didn't know anyone um, involved. So sort of going from mug punter to low time trainer. What did your parents think of the, the transition from mug punter to, to trainer? If they know about the mug punts a bit, but um. <laughs> Uh, mum, mum, yeah, she's not a big fan. Uh, she doesn't know, doesn't know much about greyhounds, and Dad's sort of yeah, whatever. <laughs> We're teaching you gotta, them. You got to teach them. Hey, mate, we saw some footage. Um, oh, would have been a year ago. It, I, I want to say it was Murray Bridge, and or Mount Gambia, and it's of you cheering one home. And you've put your arm up and you've smacked your arm or something on the winning... Was it the winning post or the fence? Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, so I took a day off uni to go down and check out the Marybridge Cup heats last year. And um, <laughs> I was on the fence watching them come home and I thought of fact a winner. First one for the day. Jumped up in the air to celebrate. Hit my arm on the fence. <laughs> and they put the other dog in the frame. So I ended up losing... And got a big, uh, what do you call it? Big uh, bruise on my elbow for about a week. So <laughs> it was a bit rough that day, actually. Now, Lockie, uh, you and I were were talking about your entry into the code, and it's a little bit difficult for young trainers who don't have an obvious connection through a family member who's involved in greyhounds already, and, and not much of a pathways option there for youngsters who want to get into the sport who who don't already have a have a connection. So do you want to tell us about a, a couple of the people that have helped get you started? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I've been pretty lucky to have great people sort of 
introduced me into the sport. I got first got in touch with a local trainer, Barry Stewart, who's just got four dogs at home. And turns out, because um, I went into GRSA and just sort of said I want to get involved, and they put me on to this trainer, Barry. And turns out he lives about two minutes away from my house. So I started going around there a couple, couple of days a week and handling a few dogs for him. And then I met the Rasmussen's down at the kennel, uh, at the track, and from there, they've sort of taken me under their wing and shown me the ropes. So I've been very fortunate with the people that I've met and shown me how to, what to do and sort of get get me going. Uh, when, you mentioned the rat. So, sorry, Paddy. When when Tony said, "Would you like to handle for us?" I think he meant dogs, not his daughter. But uh, you struck up a you struck up a bit of a personal relationship there as well, haven't you, mate? <laughs> yeah. No, nah, with Tara, so that's going well. Not not yeah, so. <laughs> he's answered that very very with a very straight bet um, well. he's wise between the uh, wise between the ears hey um, Millsy favourite dog of all time you've come from as, as we know you've come from fan to trainer you're the you're the perfect prototype who's your favourite dog of all time uh, well, I haven't been around too long sort of only been watching the sport for three or four years uh, probably fan to bail I reckon she was one of the first ones I sort of got behind and started following her and just loved being able to see a dog like that with bitch be able to win over 500s and 700s and find the lead and keep kicking and love racing. I think that's awesome to see dogs do that. So she was definitely my favourite. And, yeah. What would be your ultimate dream as a trainer now? Oh, tough one. Um Oh, win a group one, race be pretty cool, I reckon. Um, yeah, that's about it. I was thought too far ahead, but if we win a group one, that'd be nice. Be good night on the town after that, would have thought. Which group one? Anyway, um, oh, LA Cup and get a few mates down the track. That'd be pretty cool. Good stuff. I love that. And you obviously love a punt. Um, can you tell us about any favourite memories having a punt? Any memorable wins? Or close losses, other than the one obviously banging your arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more losses than wins. Um, oh, there was one multi rolling a while ago. Um, it's paying 100 to 1. I got down, it was the night I think Coco Dorado won at 20. Um, that real good dog won the Ballarat Cup. Jason Thompson, the um, I come from behind. I think Arcadia Queen won in Perth. I rolled it all up to Campini in WA. He had box two, and I think Weston Augie had box six. And I thought the young dog might be able to roll the um, proven campaigner, but nope, we found a heap of trouble, and that was the end of that. So, Was that the only leg to let you down? Yeah, yeah it was my last leg, and oh. I just got, up, just got home from a night out. I was actually I was watching the races, um, like ducking off to watch them while I was out. And then I got home. I knew I was down to the last leg. So I went and watched the replay. I thought, oh, no. So <laughs> that's probably the worst memory. The problem is you probably had Kenny tip you into uh, Campini as well because he's all over that dog <laughs> like a rash ball. Yeah, I, think, um, I think Campini owes us all a few quid. Um, <laughs> Lucky, so you've got English in the game now. How many, uh, how many dogs do you have? I've just got two at home. So me and me old man just look after them. Um, I'm only allowed to have four or so, but our backyard's only sort of got room for two. 
It's got two kennels in the little tool shed, and then they've got a yard that can go in and out of. So, and uh, any entries coming up? Nah, not for a while. Got one, just got one that come over and he's a bit, bit injured at the moment, so he's having some time off. And then one that's been retired and going into gap at the moment, so it's pretty quiet at the moment. And just one more question from me. Um, sorry, got it. Um, just one more question from me. Um, the Adelaide Cops coming up. You like a punt? You're from SA. Um, who do you think's going to win that? Gee, that's a good one. Um, oh, I like him catch a thief, I think. He's just real quality, that dog. Real yeah. professional. Early speed, I just, yeah, he'll be right on the night. So, in very good hands with Matt Clark and Peter Jovanovic. So, he'd be my tip. And you've got one at the breakers at the moment, Lockie, which is, must be exciting for you to to have one that you, you actually get into the kennel and, and have your hands on from start start to finish. So so tell us about how it's going. Yeah, so we've got Barry owns a pup and he's given me a share in it and sort of said oh, I can train it. So that's at the breakers now. We don't know much about it, but it is a pretty nice type. So looking forward to getting that into the kennels and starting fresh with him and seeing how we go. Shag is about to ask you uh, what its name is and what, what price you think it'll start because he loves making a quid off these unraced dogs. <laughs> no, I was actually, actually going to say, what, what are your plans uh, in the future for greyhound racing? Are you, are you looking to sort of get a few more dogs into the kennel or, or start breeding and things like that? Yeah, I wouldn't mind being able to sort of um, breed, rear and train my own dogs in the future but that's obviously a while away <laughs> um but yeah to train full-time would be pretty cool it's one of my i guess aspirations and something i'd really enjoy um i've always got the te- teaching to fall back on if i'm no good at training so yeah but i would definitely love to train in the future and hopefully we can get there do you teach the kids at school do you get a picture of a greyhound up now maybe a few replays of swift fantasy and all, all that sort of jazz <laughs> And just show them how this is how it's done. This is the the anatomy of a greyhound. You might even play them a few snippets from the non chasers and go, boys and girls, this is this is how it's done. <laughs> do you, do you, what do you teach at school? Oh, I don't teach much yet because I'm finished my degree. But I want to want want to be the standardised PE teacher. Easy gig. So oh, how good would that be? You're, you're the PE teacher, and all the all, well, hopefully they're all. Uh, it's a senior school, and they're all over eighteen coming to the <laughs> PE teacher for, for greyhound tips. <laughs> That would be sensational. Hey, Millsy, um, you, you're probably aware of this. Uh, listening to the show in the past, we've always talked about the racer dog promotion, and now we actually think we we might be able to get it get it off the ground because of this little great partnership we've struck up at Dapto. Are you going to take any of your dogs up to Dapto in the future? I was hoping to talk about this because this has been on the radar for about two years, I reckon. <laughs> I thought we had boxes ready to go and everything was organised about two years ago. So I'm glad you brought it up. And I'll happily take a dog to that though to run against the humans. So Ooh, anything to get off the ground. Well, it was not talked about for a long time, but you'll hear when you listen back to this podcast and the show tonight that, um, yes, we hit a few few little hurdles here and there, but now we will be definitely looking to, to get it off the ground, mate. So don't worry. Have faith in me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he just like batted the ball straight back to Patty and it's like, yeah, it's on you, Patty. I got the dog and I'm going. Just organize it. <laughs> I love it. All right, Mills, you mate, we'll let you get back to where you're going. You look like you're in the car heading off to Atara's house, so we'll let you go. <laughs> 
or maybe Thank running, you, maybe running away from Tara's house. But before you go, before you go, Lockie, you got a tip for us for the weekend? Uh, I do. Uh, Murray Bridge Sunday night. I should have checked the race before I called. Are uh, you called? But I think it's in the middle race. It's Gold Flyer. I think race three, four, or five. One of them. It's drawn box five. I think that'll uh, win. Gold Flyer. Just note that one down. Beautiful. It's race number three. Race three. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Beautiful. Thanks, Lovey. Millsy, we love. We love your work, mate. Thank you so much for coming on the Non-Chasers. Hopefully you listen to this episode and you don't go coldness again. Um, and we love everything you stand for. And good luck with everything in your career. Boys, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more Non-Chasers after this. Welcome back to the Non-Chasers. And we just waxed lyrical with a, with a young fella um, who was happy to put the Race of Dog promotion back onto me. So I will say, it's going to come. Don't worry. Dapto dogs, we will get it off the ground. Have my word. Um, that time of the show, where I like to come back from the ad break, talk for 40 seconds, and then throw to the great Irish hawk from Scotland. It's in. It's invest in the West. <laughs> right, we're... Uh... Gonna go straight into race two and immediately crack the the whip here for a box two variation. Um, straight into it. Yeah. Um, reason being is it's it's not a great race. It, it's um it's a novice race. This dog boxed fairly well last week. It's got sweep on cycle on its outside. He takes a step right. Um, so he's gonna have plenty of room early. He clocked thirty dead last week, and that's definitely good enough to win this race. Um, there's another dog in this race. I wouldn't say back at this time out, but he's one for the Black Book. Um, box 7, Rapido De Niro, um, trained by Paul Stewart, bred by Brett Lee and Chiamo. Um, he's definitely got a massive sub-30 run. Um, it's only had a few starts, but it, it's, a, it's a clear reeler, so stick it in the Black Book and um, next time that gets up on the inside, um, unload. Unload for next time. It's a new segment. <laughs> well, well, so what, what we find a lot is like there's dogs with like midweek with no podcast midweek, so keep an eye out. Um, we don't want punters missing out. Um, anyway, we're going yeah. to crack on the race four. Um, in box three here, you would have heard it mentioned in the montage earlier is Bohemian Fun. Um, I was looking at this race earlier, seen box one, who's not up to much. Box two is very slow way. I seen box three, Bohemian Fun. I was like, this dog's one to ten against these two dogs. Then I looked at box four and I seen Fleck Minnelli dropping back to 520. So um, it kind of changes things up here. Um, Fleck hasn't run the sprint distance this year. Um, but it's actually, last time it did, ran over 520. It did 29.48 last Christmas. Um, it's a very respectable run. I actually think this dog's improving since then. Um, it's, it's actually been beating the short course track records while running 715s. So there's no reason this can't lead up. I don't think it necessarily has to lead up this race either. Um, so I think it's going to go on for the one. Um, this is one of my favourite dogs in the country. Probably the most versatile dog in Australia. This dog could win you 275s, could win you 520s, could win you 800 races. <laughs> Need the, um, what's that series they have down in Tassie, the uh, the medley, where they have it all over all the different distances? Do they do that? Yeah. If Fleck yeah. Manelli was in that race, it would be a dollar one. <laughs> Love it. So that's uh, we'll crack the whip there for uh, race four box four Fleck Manelli. 
and then we're going to kick on to race five. Um, this is a race over 600 meters. Um, I'm going to go with box six here, Grace Ali. Um, she stays no problem, but she has been running over 520s for um, quite some time now. Um, she's been facing some stiff competition, being beaten by Tommy Shelby four out of the last five races. Um, the races she's been in over 520s, there's just been too much early pace there for her, um, and, but she's been flying home and picking up plenty of places. Um, so the step up to 600 just completely makes sense here. Um, she's actually more likely to contest early as well, so if she's near the front at all after after the the lids come up, um, she, she should have a massive chance. So that's uh, race 5, box 6, Grace Alley. Once I can remember what race the next one I'm going to is. Jesus. Um, no wonder no wonder Millsy doesn't listen to us. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Jeez, that slapped us slapped us right between the eyes, didn't it? Our most loyal listeners jumped off the way. <laughs> um Yeah. He said the the worrying thing for me is he said we were in our heyday a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> just just before just before I came on the show. <laughs> um yeah, I'm going to finish off here with race six. It's the best race in the card. Um, box one is Fernando Starr. Box two, Pixie Minnelli. Uh, Kiss Me Linda's box five. Box seven's Red Cap Minnelli. Um, who apparently did a massive trial during the week. Um, this dog's been um, out injured for quite some time and coming back, but apparently this is in top four. And box eight is our old friend Tommy Shelby. So I'm just going to go straight in for the exacta here. Box eight, Tommy Shelby. And box seven, Red Cap Minnelli. And I said that was my last, but I don't think it actually is. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. This is my last up of the day. Um, so race seven, box one is Sir Monty, and in box four is Starbuck. Um, these dogs have been facing each other a few times recently. Um, Sir Monty's perfectly drawn. Well, he wants to be in box one, but on his outside is Mermaid Minnelli, who's um, got better early pace. So I think that's going to give Sir Monty trouble early on, um, which is going to leave plenty of room for the wide running Starbuck out in box four. Um, there's not much early pace on his outside, so he should have plenty of room to maneuver. So we're going to finish off the night with race seven, a box four, Starbuck. Very well done, Ken Wado. All right, you know what we do? We get our best Austin Powers on, and we. What do you do now? Well, I've got an idea. Why don't we shag? All right. Race one, Meadows. Looking at Don't number four. Don't be too four. excited, Chagger. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Oh. We're just building it up gradually. Race one, number four. Carry on, Maxwell should win this one. Uh, looks the clear best here, and the short odds reflect that. Um, if he gets out to a better price, definitely jump on for the win only. Um, if you were getting it around dollar seventy or so, um, but it, I think he's a bit too short at the moment to be worrying about that. Um, so I suggest a same race multi. Um, to go carry on Maxwell to win, Daffs Ascend, top three, and Aston Adonis, top four. Yeah, baby! Um, so, yeah, <laughs> Daffs Ascend showed a little bit of uh, early toe first start and definitely worth putting in the multiples there. Um, another one in this race, Daffs Zach, definitely has ability, but box eight doesn't suit, um, so watch for him when he's drawn uh, near the fence. Um, so then moving on to race two, I think Kasimi to win here, a handy up and comer, um, just get on here. Uh, this is as close to the rail as she's been drawn in her short career and um, she looked much 
better out of the boxes last start as well. Um, I think the red will still lead her, but um, if she can sit second or third, she should be too strong and get the win there. Yeah, baby! Yeah. Uh, race eight, number four, Get It Gizmo. This is the Top Gun winner from last year. Also won a heat of the Melbourne Cup. Um, didn't race from around mid-December last year through till August of this year um, and has returned via a few provincial 450s. Um, stepped into the four, uh, sorry, stepped into the 500s at Bendigo and Sale the past two. And yeah, absolutely breathtaking winning in best of the day. Um, so should be able to beat Spearhead out of the boxes. Um, hopefully Stack, um, who's drawn further outside, doesn't crash into him. Um, he does jump well and looks to cross, but I thought Get It Gizmo might be able to position about third here. And, and if he gets a relatively clear run, should be too good. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and race nine, number one, Georgia Rose to win. Uh, she sh should be able to jump well enough to take advantage of the box draw here. Uh, certainly should have a little bit of room with uh, the two, typically not that quick early. Uh, a couple of nice young dogs here that will take it up to her, Zamfrey Bale and Japara. Um, both have looked pretty good in their last couple of runs, but um, I think the advantage of box one will get Georgia the win. Yeah, baby! <laughs> and then race 10 uh, is my last one. O'Sullivan, really nice draw. Should be able to hold his own early with the two dogs to his outside and... The four Larrakia Lady will likely show a little bit of early pace and does like to use a bit of the track, so could provide a little bit of handy cover for him. Uh, Julio is an interesting one here. If he was drawn the other side of Larrakia Lady, I, I think he'd feature in the finish, but again, box draw points me down to the rail for O'Sullivan to get the win. Yeah, baby! <laughs> and just another one I thought I'd mention, last night at the Meadows, Web Black Eagle, huge run. Massive. Just, uh, one to follow. I saw that was it. my best it... of the day yesterday, and oh, as I was looking. Was your best of the day? Look at him. Oh, just you can it. ask the boys. <laughs> I, I had sent that through. That was my best. Are we calling and, this? Um... Uh, is this a boom dog tracker? No, no, no. It's 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 had a it's had a few few starts. It's it's about forty starts in, but um, had a bit oh, of a spell from racing. Uh, chat group, you sent that one through. Oh, I didn't yeah, see did, that one. So, did uh, not say this. Shager. <laughs> You, you don't but, yeah, what, what did you say to throw a carrier pigeon? <laughs> I'm still waiting for it. In, in Shagger's defense, he posted it to the entire company. <laughs> so we're just having fun, Shagger. We're just having fun. <laughs> it, it, um, but it yeah, was, that was a it was huge scary win. scary good. Massive. Yeah, that, that, was, um, that was massive. So Webleck Eagle, yeah, he, he'd... Um, He'd missed a bit of racing between about May and August, um, returned with a couple of runs at Healesville. Um, was was a really good run the week before at the Meadows as well when he ran second to King I Am. And, um, yeah, he looked really good last night. And, yeah, all the way around you're thinking, ah, oh, he's gone now. And then he found more trouble. Oh, couldn't possibly win. But, yeah, he found a way going really well with Black Eagle. Yeah, massive. It was a humongous. I watched it. It was sensational. Let's take a quick break on the non-chasers. Back for our favorite segment, Dog Food. Show me the money and the non-chasers multi. We'll see you soon on SEN Track. <coughs> Welcome back to the non-chasers. For the final segment, final stanza. Dog Food, brought to you by Chum Dog Food. So good, so tasty. So delicious. Uh, so scrumptious. So yum. Okay, dog food today, you know how this works. Either a dog or it is a term relating to today, it is police. A lot of police in the news lately for whatever reason. Um, a big fine will be getting slapped if you try and uh, go through that Geelong corridor when you're not allowed to, Gunner. So, um, I wouldn't know, hence... mate. I haven't tried. Oh, that's not what you told me off air. 
<laughs> okay. Question number one, as the music comes Are we not testing our buzzers? <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad. Sorry. My bad, of course. Test your buzzers, please. Kenny. Um, I grew up in Northern Ireland. I have nothing to positive to say here, so I'm just going to say... Um, I'm going to go back to my old buzzer and just say, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shagger. Thank, thanks for that little uh, anecdote. Uh, Kenny, uh, we, we're short on time and you've just butchered 30 seconds. Shagger, what's your... <laughs> Detective. Detective. Ooh, okay, Gunner. Christine Nixon. <laughs> okay. Music is up now. Question number one. Fine. Kenny. Christine Nixon. That's Kenny. It's a uh, term. No, it's not. It's a dog. Had two starts, two losses down at Warnable in 2007. Never got near it. Came last in both starts. Negative one to you. Question two. Checkpoint. Christine Kenny. Nixon. Detective. Uh, I think that was Gunner. Uh, I'm going to go term. Incorrect. It's a dog. 20 starts, one win. Race in 2017. Clearly got the memory of a goldfish. You're on negative one too. <laughs> Question three. Booze bus. Detective. <laughs> That's Shagger. I reckon that would be good. Good dog, dog name. You're bloody right. It, it was. In 1985, it never made it to the racetrack, but it was registered as a greyhound. So 1985, there was Couldn't a dog. Couldn't quite make it called... to the track. Had too many tinnies. Yeah, got pulled yeah, over on the way. Got pulled over by its namesake. <laughs> so you're one. You're on one. Gunner and Kenny are on negative one. Number four, Sheriff's Office. Christine Kenny. Nixon. Kenny. The dog. No, it's not. It's a term. You're on negative two. Yeah. As we head to the final question. Shag is in the lead. He's ahead at the Macca's side at Dapto. Question five. Taser shock. Christine Nixon. Gunner. Uh, term. No, it's a dog. 2013 had 63 starts and had 21 wins. How have you not heard of taser shock, you buffoon? Shagger wins. Well done, Shagger. Who's Christine Nixon? Uh, she oh. was the former police commissioner. Okay, that's uh, enough, please. I just wanted to waste more time doing my party. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well police commissioner look, of Victoria, yeah. Sh- yes, Shagger won. Shagger won, and just flat that no emotion whatsoever. Just didn't even acknowledge. And go, that's wild. Yeah, he's he's All missing right. a couple of chromosomes today, I reckon. Shagger, <laughs> not his he's best. Not, he, he's a few few rows loose up in the top paddock. Yeah. Okay. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Okay, um, uh, I'll kick us off once again. Uh, coming into this with a little bit of form. Uh, <laughs> race 11. <laughs> race 11, number five. Knockout fantasy in the yellow rug. Price. At seven, seven dollars. Ooh. Ooh, for a knockout. Shagger. Uh, mine is race three, number three at the Meadows. Luther. It's $7.50. Probably go each way there. Um, yeah, he's a little bit hit or miss sometimes, uh, but um, it's a race where I think the, the favourites are definitely susceptible. In for a penny, in for a pound, mate. That's what Show Me The Money is. Gunner? I'm going Meadows, race five, number six, Rockstar Lincoln, $9. Like it. And a great Irish Hawk. Um, do you guys ever watch any other tracks? I'm going to head to Wentworth Park Park. Uh, Race 2, Box 8, Rachel's Revenge at 7 bucks. Very good. Were you, was someone yeah. like, get the angle grinder out at your house just next door? 
genuinely my housemate has got the hoover out when I'm recording this. Can we get your selection again just because he got the, he got Henry out just at the wrong time? <laughs> that is Wentworth Park Race 2, Box 8. Rachel's Revenge at $7. Don't interrupt me while I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> oh, very good. Okay, non-chasers, Molly will rattle through this. My leg is race number 12, number two, Brickman, $1.30 to place. Shagger? Kenny's Kenny race... just left mid-show. <laughs> Kenny's, Kenny's, Kenny, Kenny's going to give his housemate an almighty spray. <laughs> he might have to cut out the, can you please stop the... Vacuuming at the moment. Uh, it's a hairdryer, actually, so there's nothing I can do. She can't hear me. <laughs> you don't want to bust into the bathroom while that, while that sort of no. stuff. Shagger, what was your show me the money? Mine's Meadows, race nine, number one, Georgia Rose. Gunner? Meadows, race six, number one, Lucy's Milo. And Kenny? Uh, Wentworth Park, race three, box seven, gone by noon. Oh, delicious. Three bucks for three out of four. You're the man. Go with it. Sounds good to me, mate. Beautiful. Live it, love it, dream it, breathe it. That's all for today. You know the drill. Get involved on the the socials as well if you see anything in the Greyhound world that tickles your fancy and makes you giggle like Ryan Levitsky. Uh, Also, (laughs) if you do, go and leave a nice review on the Apple Store or wherever. you'll get a sports bet cap sent out to you. Just make sure you come and um, tell us that you've done it uh, via Twitter or, or Instagram because we can't actually find you if you just um, leave a note on Apple. It's hard to hard to tell you, hard to follow you up. I've just wasted a lot of time here. Uh, boys, that's it. Like, listen, subscribe. You know the rest. Most important message though is gamble responsibly. That's all for your Friday, the 19th of September. Good luck. We grew and we played together. Just a boy and his dog